0: The pearls of the mind are valuable, and must be seriously safeguarded from the careless and the unconcerned. But to those who value truths explored, come, think with me. Happy New Year. I thought I'd say that from the top. This is the second day in 2022. Well, this is the, the night of the second day. It's, it's closing in on early, early morning, the third day. Let's put it that way. I had the, uh, the joy of experiencing a CNN special tonight with James Taylor and Carol King singing songs. From yesterday, it was amazing. It was like it was like going through a photo album of um, songs registered in times in my life, and well, I had to struggle not to be depressed <laughs> as, as I watched sequence time flying by in selected songs and being touched with memories, fond memories solid gold tunes. When I was growing up, you know, the black radio station would go off at dusk, and you'd have to listen to solid gold. (laughs) And you'd run into people like James Taylor and Carole King, and and pretty soon it became a part of how I understood music and how I understood motion pictures, the screen, uh, man, drama, the stage, It was where my life was. It was my country road. I grew up in the country and I lived in the country hard. Yeah. Chickens, hogs, pigs, you know, things like that. And it it that was my escape. That music was taking me to from the country road to the city streets. I thought I wanted to be in a different milieu than where I was. I was born out of season, out of sequence. And boy, let me tell you, when I left the country, it gave me something to think about. (laughs) When the show was over, it started to rain, and I grabbed a cup of coffee in my enthusiasm and excitement and went to the front porch and sat in my chair and watched the rain, being the water rather, being blown by the wind down the street. And I noticed a little bird. It seemed like he was sitting on the curb. And I wondered, what is up with the bird? <laughs> and then I heard uh, sounds that seemed to be coming from the bird, just echoing sounds that were so lonely sounding. And then I realized, okay, that's me. <laughs> I'm projecting some stuff on the bird. The bird was probably enjoying the water. <laughs> and it was me. Because I've been, I've been struggling with uh, quiet times and silence. Trying to trying to understand the dynamics that that, that emerge when you're quarantined uh, and you're dealing with the anxiety of, of a transplanted heart and the, the possibility of of uh, infection uh, with a suppressed immune system and having to think deeply about how to think deeply about. Those issues, without generating even more anxiety, how to find a calmness? And I've I've discovered, I've discovered something that that is beneficial, yet troubling for me. That there are quiet times. Those are times that I invoke upon myself, when when I'm switching off the noise. Yeah, turning off lights and killing the, the, the television, music, and nothing is happening. And I made it all. I made the nothing happen. And I find that it's, it's a time for meditation, a good time for thinking and, and breaking down the thoughts that I've had and learning to trust what I've already thought and said, rediscovering my own words as I listen to what I've been saying. <laughs> It's it's, it's a creative moment listening to other people talk in my head, just quietly invoking that stillness around me so that I can be absorbed into even, yes, even a darkened room with no noise, just me and my inner me. (laughs) That's creative, that's exciting. Then there's that other fellow, silenced. That, that's that's that's, and I'm trying to put the, the past one silenced. Trying to put it in a past one because I want you to understand that I'm starting to think that there is a force that silences us. That pain and agony and fear, and all the ugly that life can offer, can bring you. Silence, different from quiet times and self-involved. This has been, this is a violation. This is a pushing against you. And it has a history. It's it's more historical, uh, it seems. I remember when I learned, when I saw it come out of his mouth, my father, he looked at me and he looked at me with such agitation and he said to me, why do you keep coming by here? You're not my son. I don't believe it. Well, it was a horrible thing to say uh, to a young man who just just begun to drive and looking for his father. And I knew full well he was my father. I've always known that, and... He knew it, too, and his his new wife knew it. She was appalled to have heard him say something like that. But it was a reality that he said it. And the moment he said it, I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear anything beautiful anymore. Yeah, and it, 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 it was deafening. Because that's all I could hear. There was was no love that could ever be gained for me. There was no certainty. It was just I'd been silenced. I was an entity that was no longer there, even though I was very present. And it has been an unescapable consciousness for my entire life. I've had to manage these feelings and reach beyond them to experience the love that any individual desperately needs, silence. And so I feared quiet times because quiet times seem to suggest that I was silent, but i learned to differentiate And I learned to recognize that I can take take control of the hour, the unforgivable moment, and, and render it as a quiet time with creativity and not be consumed by the darkness and the pain of having been silenced. But there will come times in your life when you won't hear the prayers of your brothers and your sisters, and you may not even believe that there are praying. And as a matter of fact, you may not even believe there's a God to which you should be praying. That is the remnant, that is the odor of having been silenced by the trauma of trying to become something more than what you saw when you looked in the mirror. That's the beginning of leaving the country road, baby, and going to the city streets. Life gets hard. It's not, it's not simple anymore. You're not feeding chickens, Stevens. But you're being mauled by hogs you once believed that simply wanted to be fed. <laughs> and is a whole new consciousness, a new milieu, a new awakening. So in this new year, in this new year, I must be alert, you must be alert, we must be alert and recognize that whatever unfolds in the year will be things that are expectant, but unexpected, but still very much expected. We don't know about tomorrow. We have to live from day to day, but our our contact with our tomorrows is our connection with our Christ in this way. We understand him, and we understand the birth pains. We've talked about that. We understand there are things that must be, and we cannot predict them, nor can we avoid them. But we must sit in anticipation of now 362 more days in this year that we've not yet experienced and have no promise that we will. But the events of the unfolding days before us require that we have vision, that we recognize that urgency is the tripod of true vision. To really move, you gotta stand in a spirit of urgency about mobility, constantly trying to become more, but managing The deafening blow of silence. Let them not keep you quietly silent, but be quiet creatively and plan your next move. Plan your next understanding. Reshape your new beginnings and be willing to begin again and again and again and again. Pull up your anchor. and refuse to be far away, despite your geography. Refuse to be far away. Refuse to let loved ones miss you, but recognize when it's just you doing the dynamic, and choose what is appropriate. What is mutual is what benefits and grows you. When you're chasing after the realities of other people, to find a belongingness and affection and a place, it only lures you into a place of silence. Life will silence you. Pain, frustration, anxiety will seal your silence. So keep talking. Be creatively quiet, but talk. Talk through the pain. Talk through the loneliness. But never render, never surrender to being silenced by what hurts. Being silenced by what frightens you. This is the dawning of a new and important time in your life. No promises. Just privileges and responsibilities. Hmm. Are you being quiet or have you allowed all of last year and the years before that to set a pattern to silence you yet another year? Well, I'll say more on that one day. For now, Think with me. Listen, before I sign off tonight, you can email me at all lowercase letters, thenighttalker at yahoo.com, or if you'd like to text or call and leave a message, you can do that at 478-254-9013. Look forward to hearing from you. Our time is past and gone, but the journey moves on forward and upward towards him. Until we meet again, consider the joy of this part of the